welcome back to Write Dammit with me, Zoe Richards, your host. This is the podcast for writers of all kinds who maybe get stuck with your writing. This podcast will help you get unstuck and help re-motivate you so that you get the writing done. Episode 18, and in today's short, I want to challenge you and me to go off in search of imperfection. I do wonder if at times we hunt for that perfect whatever it is, the perfect word, the perfect sentence, the perfect piece of research, the perfect setting for the work that we're doing. When actually, if we went off in search of imperfection, maybe we could achieve something much better because we're allowing ourselves to fail and we're also allowing for the work that we're doing not to be perfect. So if your work in progress is fiction or non-fiction, poetry, script writing, it's okay for you to go off in search of imperfection first and then start looking for how can you do this better? How can you be the best that you can be today? something gets in our way. I don't know if you've come across this before, but there's something called the expert beginner syndrome. Now, we're all successes in other things in our lives. Every one of us is doing something well. That could be we're the perfect mum, I have to say I never was, or the perfect dad for that matter as well. I was never one of those, obviously. It could also be that we are the perfect person in work, we're doing something brilliant in work, or it could be in a hobby that we do, that we do something incredibly well. And then we get into the world of writing and we discover that actually we don't do this terribly well. But because we know loads of stuff from other parts of our lives, we can get caught up in the expert beginner syndrome. Now, this gives us a cognitive bias. So a cognitive bias is a a bias in the way that we're thinking. And it's where we assess our skills as higher than they are. And we can also do the reverse of that where we assess our skills as lower than where they are. So we perhaps hold ourselves back because we're saying, oh, I'm no good at that. I can't do that. Maths is a really good example. Did you go through school saying, oh, I'm no good at maths. And now you tell yourself you're no good at maths. Or maybe it's spelling for you. It's different for different people. My husband tells me that he isn't very intelligent. He's way more intelligent than me, but because he's dyslexic, he hasn't got grades as high as mine. He he didn't get a degree as high level of qualification as mine, but he is far more intelligent just because he was told, literally told, he was a dunce in class. He was made to stand facing the corner and had a hat put on his head with a D on it because his teachers did not understand dyslexia. As a result, he often thinks he's not as good as, at things as I am when actually he's far better. So things can put us into that situation where we think we're no good at something, just as much as because of our experience in other parts of our life, we can put ourselves into this place of having the expert beginner syndrome. So let me tell you a little bit more about that. I think this is fascinating. It's where we think that we know what we're doing. So as a result of that, we miss out the basic steps. 
So I'm going to guess that as a writer, you think what you know what you're doing in terms of you can write a sentence, you can write a paragraph, you can possibly write a scene, you can write a chapter. You may be thinking that, okay, I can write a whole novel here. Now I look back to my first completed novel and I think to myself, oh my word, yeah, I was definitely caught up in the expert beginner syndrome. I missed out loads of steps of helping myself learn as a writer. What I now know is that that book that I wrote was the one I had to get out of my system. It was the one that, you know, when people say we've got a book, every one of us has got a book inside us. Well, that was that book. I had to write it. But actually, I didn't know so much about how to write a novel. And as a result, it meant that I wrote something that just did not fulfill its potential. And didn't fulfill my potential either, because I needed to go and deal with those basic steps that I had to learn so I knew how to write a novel and for for its genre, what is the beats that I need to be following, the number of words you're supposed to have. I didn't understand about, I needed to have it character driven for the style of novel that I was writing, and therefore I didn't need masses of action. Every chapter had some kind of action because I thought I needed to throw something else in. When I revisit that novel, which currently is hiding away, it's going to be so different because I went back to basics and said, right, what do I now need to learn? Now, what happens when we get involved in this expert beginner syndrome is that we will all hit a problem, every one of us. And so I hit the problem with that novel that it wasn't picked up. Nobody thought it was any good. And I got feedback from Claire Coombs, who is now my agent for the novel that is out on submission. And she said, I love the concept of this. It's just not ready yet. Now, when we hit a problem, we have one of a number of routes that we could find ourselves going down. And I think you'll recognize these as well. The first one is we either do give up or we're tempted to give up. We feel so overwhelmed, so confused that it's like, why am I even bothering? If you recognize that for where you're at right now, listen on because I think more of this will help you. The next one is we could muddle along and ignore the problem. Now, if this isn't you, I bet you've seen somebody who has just ignored what they've been told as feedback and they muddle along and keep going saying that, actually, I'll find a way through it. I'll find a way through it. I'm just going to, I'll go and write another story then instead because actually I just need to write a different story maybe that's not the thing to do, but we'll find out more in a moment. The next is that we complain about the otherness, what other people are managing to get as a success. I read something recently on Twitter. It was linking to a blog post where somebody was complaining that she'd had two editors who had gone through her manuscript and had told her that it was good. She'd gone out querying, and I think it was 60 or more rejections that she'd had. And she felt that it was because she's a white woman that she wasn't getting anywhere. And that if she'd been a person of colour at this time where agents and publishers are looking for people of colour that they can represent, that actually she'd have been better off. Then there's the blog post that tells the full story. And actually she'd been misled by the editors. So she was complaining rather than thinking about what is it that she needed to do because she'd had so many 
of those rejections. So we can get trapped by complaining about it not being our fault, it's other people's fault, why we're not managing to achieve success. I'll put that blog post, by the way, that somebody wrote into the show notes. Right now, I can't recall the name of the person, but I will find that for you and I'll stick that into the show notes because I think that's a good read. And then the fourth thing that we can find ourselves going through as a result of a problem when we've gone down the expert beginner syndrome is that we can reflect on what we're hearing, what feedback we're receiving, and start to really drill down into what do we need to learn here? And I had to do that when Claire Coombs said to me, like the concept, but it's not ready yet. And it really hurt, I'll tell you. It was a struggle for me at first to accept that, okay, I need to do something different here. But through doing that reflection, I then understood what I needed to do. Now, the other side of this I mentioned before is imposter syndrome. So it's the reverse of the expert beginner syndrome where we just dive in and ignore the basics. Now we seem to have the belief where we say to ourselves, well, anything that I have managed to achieve so far, and by the way, I've already described this as how I found Claire, was all down to luck. There was nothing to do with my good writing. It's all luck that I managed to find an agent who likes my writing. So it's happen chance, it's luck, it's who we know, all of those kind of things. Well, maybe we create our own luck through the work that we put in. But with imposter syndrome, we'll continue to tell ourselves, I'm not a writer, I'm not an author, I'm not good at this. It's actually because of X, Y and Z that I've achieved something. Seth Godin actually said, we are all imposters. And then he went on to say, doing your best is all you can do. And in order for us to keep on doing our best, that means we've got to be open to learning. One thing that was said to me years ago, which has stuck with me, I was working for Bird's Eye Walls at the time, and there was a fabulous guy, John Smethurst, who I will never be able to thank properly for the learning he gave me that stuck with me through my life. But he told me a story, which you've probably heard as well, which is that when you've got somebody who claims that they're an expert, you need to ask yourself, we all need to ask ourselves, is that 10 years of experience? And so there's a lot of learning in there. There's learning from mistakes and from things that go wrong, problems that you encounter. And so every year of that 10 years of experience, you build and grow on from the last experience. Or is it one year of experience that you repeat 10 times? So that's where somebody is just doing exactly the same again and again and again and not growing from where they were. Another time I'll perhaps take you through a bit more detail of Carol Dweck and her work on fixed and growth mindset, which is really powerful in this context. But what I want you to take away from this is that if we go off in search of imperfection, we can actually allow ourselves to move on from that expert beginner syndrome. We can allow ourselves to wobble on the bike. We can allow ourselves to learn how to use the gears on the bike. And I remember when I learned how to use cleats. If you've never used cleats on a bike, you know where you clip in? The first time I did it, I was doing a, a ride. I think it was a Cheshire ride or something, 50 kilometers. And uh, I got my foot stuck in the cleats. I'd not learned how to take my foot out. And I needed to actually take my foot out. Somebody else who was a, a spectator had to hold on to me whilst I unclipped so I could cross a road where traffic was coming on towards me. So yeah, we can allow ourselves to do those bits of learning, the wobbles, the understanding that we're not in the right place yet, go back to basics and find out what is it that we need to learn so that we can then develop and our best today 
is improved on for tomorrow. So tomorrow's best is even better. The day after's best is even better. I believe if we go off in search of imperfection, we will be able to manage some elements of that imposter syndrome and we will be able to create better and better works in progress to get ourselves to be the best writer we can be for now. And then we can get even better still. So there we have it. I hope you enjoyed that episode. It's a slightly longer short today, but I felt it was an important one to go through. So I hope you've enjoyed it. I'll leave you to it for now. Happy writing. May the words flow for you. And I'll see you on the next episode.